You are listening to ACPN. Welcome to Rewind Cinema, the podcast where two friends review some old movies just for you. We hand deliver them to you here. We go back in time. This year we've been doing, I'm sorry, this season, we've been uh, reviewing films from 1995. And uh, it's been a good season thus far. We have one more movie to review for you. A really special one that I think we both enjoy a lot. My name is Gabe. And sitting across from me is... <laughs> well, hello, Gabe. <laughs> it's Randy Newman. How you doing? <laughs> Can you write me a song real quick, Randy? I know you're good mm. at it. Gabe's wearing a hat. <laughs> He's not all that fit. He just sings about what he sees. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, isn't that like a joke on SNL or something? Uh, family Guy. Oh, okay. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I had a good rhyme going there, though. You did. You did. Thank you, Randy. It's good yeah. to see you. Yeah, no problem, Gabe. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. That's pretty good, Randy. Uh, <laughs> Does he talk the same I, way he sings? Probably not. No. <laughs> yeah. Is he still with us? I think he is. Okay. I feel like I would have known that Randy Newman died. Our prayers are with him. Let's see. Uh, wherever he uh, is. Randy Newman is not dead. Oh. He's 75, though. Thank so. God. Thank God. So he's, Randy he's, Newman. He's getting close. You know, these movies wouldn't be the same without the music of Randy Newman. No. No, they would not. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, should I uh, say what we're doing today? You got a voicemail for me? What's up? Uh, we do have a voicemail. We have a voicemail from Dan. All right. You want to listen? Yeah, sure. You sure? Yeah. You, are you sure? I'm sure. Okay. You sure? Yes. Okay. All right, let's go. Hey, Matt. It's it's Dan. Um not that I'm ignoring Gabe, I love Gabe. Um, but I've, I felt like I should I should talk to you. Um, I felt like you know maybe maybe I shouldn't have ignored you the last time I called, and and I'm sorry about that. I just feel I just feel like there is an animosity um, between us, and um, I I just wanted to clear the air. Um, any any ill will. That, that you think I have towards you is 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 not it's just it's just not I, I don't I don't like everything I think about you is based on on how horrible you are at reviewing movies um, but you, you seem like a, a perfectly um, mediocre guy and and that's that's good so um yeah, you 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 keep making Gabe look better, okay? Proud of you. But don't don't do any more impressions, please, for the love of God. Keep it the good work, guys. So I think he's saying that by me being so bad, I make you look better. Is that what he's saying? I think so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. agree with Which you. Which I'm good with that. I agree with you. But I, I want to say I think he he should listen. He, he's getting for a treat because you just did Randy oh, Newman, and it was pretty good. <laughs> it was pretty it good. It's pretty good. 
So yeah, maybe that'll redeem you <clears throat> in his eyes. Yeah, I don't know if I can ever really please Dan. I think, uh, <laughs> I think, I think that ship has sailed. He's he, he maybe he's a hard guy to please. That bridge is burned. I don't know. Like he seems to like ways. you enough. And what did you do? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, but I I love him. You know. Well, which Chuck E. Cheese does he work at? That's what I want. <laughs> I I don't know. I'm gonna I, go get it shut down. I don't know. I remember the Chuck E. Cheese where we're from. Where was that? I, I forgot where. I, I know it in my head, but what I street? Can't picture it. What street was it on? It was close to the Northeast Mall. Oh, I didn't go. Yeah. I didn't go to it those, wasn't that in your hood. Woods. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't in your hood. Yeah. But yeah, it was I remember. More of a, anyway, um, stop messaging me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm glad we're here today talking about a wonderful movie. Dan, thank you so much for the the voicemail today. Matt and I are diving in to the 1995 classic Toy Story. According to my Nava computer, the... Shut up! Just shut up, you idiot! Sheriff, this is no time to panic. This is the perfect time to panic! I'm lost, Andy is gone, they're gonna move from their house in two days and it's all your fault! Mike! My fault? If you hadn't pushed me out of the window in the first place... Oh, yeah, well, if you hadn't shown up your stupid little cardboard spaceship and taken away everything that was important to me... Don't talk to me about importance. Because of you, the security of this entire universe is in jeopardy. What?! What are you talking about? Right now, poised at the edge of the galaxy, Emperor Zerg has been secretly building a weapon with the destructive capacity to annihilate an entire planet. I alone have information that reveals this weapon's only weakness. And you, my friend, are responsible for delaying my rendezvous with Star Command. You are a toy! You weren't the real Buzz Lightyear, you're, you're, uh, you're an action figure! You are a child's plaything! You are a sad, strange little man, and you have my pity. Farewell. Oh, yeah? Well, good riddance, you loony. Rendezvous with Star Command. It is indeed a classic. It is indeed a classic. It this is movie, indeed uh, a classic. Did you say this movie kicked off the whole animation thing as we know it? The whole like, oh, yeah, CGI, 100%. not not Disney animation, mm. but yeah, you know. no, no, it was the first completely mm. computer rendered movie, yeah, of all time. So yeah. by definition, it did kick off the yeah, okay, the wave. good by definition. So yeah. I'm just an idiot. Um, <laughs> I, I I think that was, I thought that was right. I thought it was the first yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and it was amazing at the time. Oh, it still looks. It still looks pretty good. good. It looks better than reboot. Yes, <laughs> reboot is the standard by which we judge everything. It's called the reboot line in 1995. Either above or below the reboot line. Species was below the reboot line, and yeah. Toy Story is above the reboot line. Reboot Beast Wars. Oh goodness, uh, Beast Wars was worse than reboot. Was it? Yes. Oh man, I go love watch it. like a Beast Wars clip. I right was now. I was so into Beast Wars. I loved bro. Beast Wars. I had a ton of their action figures, which works because those are toys. Were they moving ones. when I wasn't around? Yes. Interacting with each That's other. That's what this movie taught us, That's if right. nothing else, is That's that our really toys are alive. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, amazing that it kind of kicked off the modern animated film and they've had tons of success afterwards. And everything came together in this movie. It's a brilliant piece of writing. Mm -hmm. Not not only is it just a cool movie for the time, but it's also such a well done movie. Do you so. know do you know why it's a great piece of writing, Gabe? Tell me. Because this movie is eighty one minutes <laughs> it's, long. It's Matt's Gabe. favorite type of movie. Eighty one minutes. Batman Forever. Two was, hours and it's two hours and fifteen one, minutes. One minutes or something like that. <laughs> it's too many. It's, it's too, too, many. too many. Yeah. This is a, a eighty one one hour twenty one minutes, which is perfect. Yeah. And it tells a great story in that succinct amount of time. Everything's interesting. Yeah. Perfect. I gotta say, I learned some things as an adult 
watching this again for the first time since I was five. Oh, awesome, man. I'm glad to, uh, to hear that. I'm excited. I'm growing as a human by watching Toy Story. Yeah. And well, I can't wait for the fourth one. Give me some specs on it. Yeah, so it was directed by John Lasseter, um, who's kind of a pioneer in yeah. this uh, in this computer-generated movie movement. The great uh, he, John He's also a uh, director of Cars, I think Cars 1, Cars 2, uh, Toy Story 2, and A Bug's Life, yeah. which is superior to Ants in every way possible. Remember Ants? Yeah, vaguely, but, Ants but came out like, Bugs Life is much better, yeah. It came out like a couple of months afterward. Yeah. And there's like Dreamworks. There's, there's some contention around it. Some people like Ants more than A Bug's uh, Life, and they're wrong. Uh, they're wrong. Ants is... Uh, who, who's the star in Ants? Isn't it Billy Crystal? Or is that A Bug's Life? I think that's A Bug's Life. Is it? Hmm. No, no. He's in Monsters. He's in... He's uh, in Monsters, Inc. Uh, but... Our Real Monsters. Yeah, Monsters, Inc. <laughs> He's also in one of those, I okay. think. Oh, look it up and I'll talk I'll about look it up while you're talking. Uh, so uh, there are a couple of writers for this movie. Uh, John, John Lasseter was kind of the idea, I think, behind the concepts of the movie. But the most interesting writer to me is Joss Whedon. Yeah, I didn't know that. So strange. Until I saw it uh, on the screen. I was like, oh, okay. But uh, he wrote a ton of TV back in the 90s, Firefly and Buffy. Uh, and then he's he's mostly a producer, but he does do directing from time to time. But he produced Cabin in the Woods, which is an absolutely yeah. incredible movie. Oh yeah, I love that movie. Directed the first Avengers movie too. Yeah, so he's he's B been around. Buffy, he's he's been working for. Did you find it? I did find it. Um, <laughs> is it Billy Crystal? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's Kevin Spacey. Oh no! In a, in a bug, wait, in a Bug's Life, yeah. Oh, who's in Ants? Oh damn! All right, he's gonna well, look it's that up. Kevin Spacey in a Bug's Life. So actors in this film include Tom Hanks, uh, Tim Allen, Arlie Ermey, who I think we've talked about we have. the most out of any actor in the, in our time <laughs> in span 95. of rewind cinema. <laughs> I think we've talked about like five movies he's been in. Yeah, he showed, um, up, he showed up a lot in the '90s. Don Rickles. Yeah, the great That's, freaking Don Rickles, yeah. man. Oh, Mr. Potato Head. One Excellent. of my absolute favorite uh, comedian actors of all time. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. We find out Ants? Yeah, I've got Ants here if you're right. I didn't know if you were Is it done. Is Crystal? <laughs> no. Oh, it's, no. It's not. It's actually stacked with people. Christopher Walken. Oh. Jim Cummings, who's the voice of Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Stallone is in it. Uh, Jennifer Lopez, Gene Hackman, Danny Glover, wow. and Bancroft, Dan Aykroyd, and... I mean, I, mean, I mean, you know, I got Woody Allen. I mean, you know, what am I? A Was bug? he the lead? I mean, yeah, uh, he's Z. Is that the lead? Ooh. I think he is. I think, I think he is. I think Z is the, the main character. Yeah. Right? Wow. And the movie still and failed. Ants. I mean, you know, I'm an ant. I mean, what, I mean <laughs> Schopenhauer is a, I mean, I, what do you like doing? Talk about good impressions. You should put together your SNL reel and right. just, just do 10 minutes of that. <laughs> just stand there and go, and yeah, we'll go. <laughs> uh, the budget for this movie was $30 million. Gabe, do you want to guess how much it made worldwide? I'm not going to look. You said it was more than Batman. Yeah. Which was 158 or something. Yeah. Gosh, I, I don't know. 300 million? Is that too high? It's too low. Wow. We had $373.5 million wow. worldwide. Wow. Really put them on the map there. Talk about a return on investment. Seriously, man. That is nuts. Jeez. No wonder they uh, jumped into the continued animation game after this and then that allowed them to make cars and lose <laughs> yeah. money so you well know. yeah that's true yeah. <laughs> i'm sure they've made money through like oh uh, cars has made money through, come like, on cars sales oh, and yeah. stuff like that Are you yeah. kidding me i mean well cars they, cars they made backpacks. three cars movies so yeah. it had to have made money yeah you had to pay larry the cable guy you gotta keep making the movies so you keep <laughs> making money so you can pay him that's true is he that truck he's, that he's the truck. rusty truck yeah, i don't yeah, know the truck's yeah. name but 
Uh, the tagline for this is not very good. The adventure takes off. Oh, okay. It's better than Batman Forever. Uh, much better than Batman Can you do Forever. a punch up on this one? Um, the adventure takes off. No. I, I mean, I, I, <laughs> they're talking about Buzz, I guess. It's already perfect. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Uh, fun fact about this movie. Billy Crystal was originally <laughs> offered the chance to voice Buzz Lightyear, which would not have been as good. Gosh, that would have been weird. Um, but he declined. After seeing the finished film, he said the decision was the biggest mistake of his career. Upon learning this, John Lasseter telephoned Billy's house to offer him the role of Mike Wazowski in Monsters, Inc., 2001. Billy's wife answered the telephone and said, John Lasseter wants to speak with you. Billy took the phone from his wife and answered yes. Awesome. Just said yes. Perfect. Yeah. That, that's so good because it's good because he, it would not have been good if he was. No, Tim Allen is so good in this movie. Yeah. How can you? How could you have any other voice than his for Buzz Lightyear? There was somebody else that was considered. I think it was Chevy Chase. Okay. Because I think I remember reading that um, Tim Allen took it because he found out that Chevy Chase had been offered the role and he like idolizes Chevy Chase or something mm. like that. I mean, I, I, it just makes me wonder. Chevy Chase would have been would have been fine, but Tim yeah. Allen does this voice like He's got this. A commanding you know, voice. he he chooses that voice, and if it was Billy Crystal, what yeah. a different character that would have been. Yeah, yeah, it would have been weird. Would have been weird. I'm glad that things worked out the way they did because Mike Wazowski is also an amazing character and is perfectly yeah. whiny, and Bill perfect. Crystal is the best whiny voice so in the game. Perfect. Uh, rest in peace, Jim Varney Ernest, who uh, we've talked oh, about on this yeah. show before. He's a Slinky Dog. Yep. yep. Yes, we did review Ernest uh, Halloween. Ernest. Scared stupid. Yeah, yeah. Um, couple seasons. He's ago. got that. He's got that smoker's voice, yeah. which I think is what killed him. I think. Yeah, I think, I think so. he had cancer. Yeah. yeah. All right. So this movie, uh, <laughs> this children's movie. On that negative note, let's, <laughs> let's turn things around. Thanks, kids. Tune uh, in. So this movie begins with Andy playing with his toys. We get introduced to all the central characters immediately, um, and and you know, not a moment is wasted in this movie. We we get introduced to all the characters immediately. We kind of learn their personalities just in this like five minute long sequence of him playing with them until they come alive, and then we start to learn more about yeah, them. Yeah, great way to open the movie. And there was that. There's the there's the theme. Doo 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 doo. Yeah, right yep. away you've got a friend in me is playing. Oh, so yeah. good, so good. Uh, so Andy's birthday was moved to the current day in the movie because the family is moving in a week. So his birthday was actually in a week, but you know, you know how that goes. Sure. You got kids. Yeah. You got to move. moving and having birthdays. Right. They want to take him to Chuck E. Cheese uh, because Dan <laughs> works there. You want to see Dan yeah. Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Uh, so the next scene involves the army men figures uh, going to the party and putting a walkie talkie in a plant so they can, uh, you know, monitor this. But I did notice uh, they kind of set themselves in front of this door frame because if you've never seen the movie, we're obviously talking about toys and they have their own rules. Mm-hmm. And one of the rules is if there's a human around, you obviously freeze so you don't freak them out. And, right. You know, moving, talking toy. That's really weird. Uh, so the army men, uh, they find out the mom is walking towards them. So they stop and she steps on one of them and, yeah. and sweeps them aside. And uh, Arlie Ermy, who is the commander of these little green commandos, walks over to his his guy who has his legs broken and is, is dying and I was thinking, if he was a real soldier, you know what he would have done? Shot him in the head. Shot that guy in the head. <laughs> <laughs> what a dark thing to think about. Wait, why would he? Why would he have done that? Cause man, he was suffering. Put him out oh, of his misery. Wow. Wait, he was fine. It, I don't know, the, man. They save him, and the medic gives a thumbs up. He's he got, totally cool. He got crunched. He did get crunched. He, he was like, crunched. "Leave me." Yeah. But uh, yeah, you didn't say they were dispatched to go. 
watch Andy's party because the toys, yes, Woody and the rest of the toys are are terrified that they're, he's going to get a new. He's going to they're going to be replaced. Yeah, and so every Christmas, every birthday, they basically freak out and and worry that this new toy is going to show up and sort of uh, take over. Yeah, I had to make my point first. Oh, so yeah, it was a really important <laughs> about, point about, about killing a soldier. About Arlie Ermey shooting someone in the head. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so it looks like uh, this year is gonna be the same as all years. Nothing really exciting happened, and I think he got like a board game and some other stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a funny line. He's like, "It's bed sheets." Yeah. <laughs> and Don Rickles or socks? Got, is it socks or bed sheets? Uh, w- one know. of them. One of them is a, a lunchbox. Yeah. Oh, and it's a lunchbox. And they're like yeah. a lunchbox, and then he goes, "It's bed sheets." He got bed sheets, and Don Rickles goes, "Who invited that kid?" <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knew that kid who would bring something yeah. really weird to your it's, birthday. You one. open and say, "Oh, thanks." Yeah. His mom probably was like, "Let's get him some nice, cool bed sheets." Have you ever seen that video of that kid? who opened he's probably like a, a year and a half and he opens the package as an avocado an avocado oh, an avocado thanks, thanks. <laughs> that's great <laughs> allison and i say that to each other all the time oh yeah me and so yeah. that's such it's so quotable i yeah. love it uh so but uh a wrench is thrown in their plans last second the earl arlie ermy comes back on the the walkie-talkie yeah. and says oh hold on we got another present here so everyone gathers back around we find out that he got a Buzz Lightyear action figure, which I had. I had Woody and I had Buzz Lightyear. Nice. And yeah. I wrote Matt on the bottom on the shoes. Yeah, by the way, think about the genius of this movie, which I don't even know if they were thinking about it. Mm-hmm. But to sell the movie or whatever, just John Lasseter had the idea. They wrote the script. They were passion project. But then somewhere along the line, you know, Disney was like, you know, we're going to make oh. so much money on this. Oh, or they pic- were absolutely Pixar. Thinking about like, that. come on, like. They probably weren't thinking about it with Woody, but then they sold so many Woodies, so many Buzz Lightyears. My nephew has Woody, yeah. you know. I mean, like I think Woody was more coveted than really than Buzz Lightyear. Than Buzz, yeah. My I feel Woody like has... I see. Oh, in the course of my life, I feel like I've seen more Woody dolls than yeah. than Buzz Lightyear dolls. But the, it's just awesome because they the the original characters that they did create. Yeah, I mean, they even sold Toy Story branded Mr. Potato Heads, I think, which oh, is really? the same thing. That's yeah, it's the same thing. That they probably did, but. Yeah. Anyway, pretty cool that they were able to How many to do that. Uh, slinky dogs and T-Rexes do you think they sold? I don't know. Do you think they made them? I guess they have, they've made all of them, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Which is neat. They're all based on older toys. I mean, not Buzz Lightyear, but uh, a lot of them are real toys, like the Iron Man or the, or the, um, the little, the little uh, fire truck people. What, what are those called? Um, are you talking about the monkeys? They're like little puppy dogs. No, um, little tykes. Little tykes. Oh, yeah, yeah, It's a little yeah, tykes yeah, toy. Yeah. So some of them are real brands, which, yeah. is, which is cool. Yeah. Um, so immediately Woody gets the feeling that he's being replaced by Buzz because everyone gathers around and is very interested in what Buzz does and he has cool catchphrases and says he can fly. Um, so Woody tests this and says, I don't think he can fly, but he ends mm. up being able to in an odd series of events by bouncing off of a ball, yeah. going down an RC track, going up and hooking onto a weird mobile airplane, yeah, mo- thing. mobile airplane thing. Yeah. yeah. So he impresses everyone and uh, Woody is, is very jealous. Um, and in the next scene, there's a montage of Andy playing with Buzz and not Woody. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we know at this point that Woody's jealous because basically he's like using him to like shoot his laser beams at Woody and just like slapping Woody in the face to the side. And I certainly did that too. So. Yeah. And all the toys are uh, loving Buzz too. Like he helps the T Rex with his uh, roar. His roar yeah. He's combing the troll's hair. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone just loves Buzz Lightyear. It's taken over. Yeah. Uh, so this is where we're introduced to Sid. The deranged 
<laughs> serial killer in the evil making. child next door. Uh, By the way, the the humans in this movie look the the toys in this movie look more human than the humans do. Some of them. The animation for humans is is pretty. I bad. think Sid looks fairly human. His sister looks bad though. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and Andy's sister looks terif- terrifying too. Oh, the, the, baby. the baby. Yeah. With they're, the weird like. They're really weird. Low pad hair. Yeah, just really oddly animated, and and like Woody looks more human, I think, than they do. But anyway, just yeah. just a side note. Well, they spent most <laughs> of the budget on Woody's yeah, face. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Uh, so in the in the scene we were introduced to Sid, he um basically takes this thing called a combat Carl, which I think is a GI Joe ripoff. Yeah. It ends up yeah. <laughs> blowing it up with some explosives. Combat Carl. I didn't notice that. Like you that's do. Funny. Yeah. Like you do. Um, in the next scene, Woody sabotages Buzz. So, um, Andy's playing with them. He gets taken away by his mom, says, we're going to go to Pizza Palace or was Pizza, Pizza Planet. Planet. Yeah. Pizza Planet, uh, which he's very psyched about. Uh, so they're together on the top of this table. He knocks an eight ball behind the desk, gets an idea. And then basically, uh, through a series of events, knocks Buzz out of the window and down into the bushes below and everyone sees it yeah. and they start turning on him. Yes. As they should. Woody's not being very nice here. No, he's not. Did, did, didn't it kind of happen accidentally? Like he sort of did it and then he realized it was like, oh, it worked too well. Like he kind of freaked out because he knocked him out the window instead of behind the, the desk. Yeah, I think, I don't know if he was worried about that because I think they make it pretty clear, again, good writing, that he's more worried about what the others are going to think than what he did. What he did, Because yeah. he's always like, how am I going to yeah. justify this to them? Right, how am right, I going right. to go back without them? Like, right. So they, they bring that back. So I think that's also a very great way to kind of flesh out yeah. how awful Woody is in the beginning yeah. and then what he becomes. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, regardless, he knocks him out of the window. Um, you hear through the door, his uh, Andy's mom is like, you can bring one of your toys. Um, and so he is going to bring Buzz, but Buzz is in a bush... It right. seems like 500 him. feet below yeah. the window. <laughs> yeah. It's like it is a long, drop. It's a long drop, yeah. Um, so he takes Woody um, because that's his, his last resort. Um, so Buzz tails Andy and Woody to Pizza Planet, so he ends up like hitching a ride in the car. And then uh, when they stop at a gas station, he drops into the car and then tackles Woody out of the car. Right. So they end up Fights being left him. at a gas station. Yes. Uh, but, but very funny way to do it. Like uh, Woody's sitting in the car. There's a sunroof, um, and so you just see Buzz Lightyear's head peek over the yeah. side, <laughs> and Woody's all excited to see him because he's like, "Oh, great, you're back you're, now. You're alive now. I'll be okay. Yeah, now yeah, I'll be okay. Basically. I can take you back to everyone. It'll be everything right. will be fine." But then he ends up tackling him, so they're stuck at this gas station. Yeah, now. Buzz says, "On my planet, we don't uh, we don't believe in revenge." And then he goes, "But we're not on my planet." Yeah, <laughs> and he tackles it. Yeah, he also has that bug on his face that Woody yeah. like. <laughs> swipes off of his little bubble. Yeah. Um, so they fight a little bit. Um, and then they Woody notices this Pizza Planet delivery truck. Um, so he says, Hey, look, it's a spaceship. Come over here. And then Buzz Lightyear is like, Oh, do you, you yeah. think that the fuel what does he say? He's like, Do you think that the Oh oh he, he so this is after they have a big fight and Woody has again tried to yell and say, You're just a stupid toy, you're a child's yeah. plaything. You were only a toy. Mm-hmm. So, and again, good writing. It's the beginning of this message that Buzz is hearing, and then there's a beautiful scene where he realizes he is a toy. But mm-hmm. uh, they have a big fight, and then Woody realizes he needs Buzz's help. He's a pizza plant delivery guy. Says I found a spaceship, and then yeah, Buzz is like, <laughs> uh, he says, "You're sure that they will go to the 
docking station after they jettison their food su- their uh, food supply. Yeah. So it's a delivery guy, yeah. And, yeah. and Woody's like, yes, and we have to get there because Andy will be there. And yeah. And uh, Woody almost gets his face crushed by an 18-wheeler. He does. He almost dies immediately. Moment. Yeah. It's funny, though, because they, they see the 18-wheeler coming, and Woody's immediate reaction is to just drop because yeah. that's what he's done his whole life. And then, but Buzz Lightyear's from a foreign planet, so he just he runs, runs away. away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and no one would have seen Woody get up if he had. You know, come on, just yeah. get out of the way of the the yeah. tire. Yeah, he would. That guy just can't see crushed. it down there. No, he can't even see a regular car. Yeah, right. that's why you got to stay out of their blind spots. Right, that's right. Or you're gonna get crushed. Um, they end up getting in the car, the delivery car, and it's funny because uh, uh, Buzz Lightyear sits in the back seat and buckles himself in, yeah. so it's safer in the cockpit than the uh, storage unit or whatever he says. And Woody's Car, the cargo hold, yeah. the cargo hold, yeah. and Woody's like, eh, that's stupid. And so he gets like, in the back. That's so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and this is like a 16 year old delivery guy, so he like swerves out and like it's going super fast. And Woody keeps getting thrown it's around. Crushed in the back. by a tool, tool uh, chest. Yeah, tool thing. chest. Um, so they end up at Pizza Planet, um, and through a series of events, they end up in a claw game. Is basically all you need to know. So Buzz Lightyear sees a bunch of aliens. Uh, little toy aliens that come in and out of the movie a lot and are in all the movies, I think. Yeah. Uh, but he ends up getting in the machine. Woody gets in there. and then well, it's, Sid... it's, a, it's a rocket, so he thinks it's yeah. a spaceship. Yeah, and yeah. then he gets in there and they all the aliens even go, ooh, ooh yeah. an outsider or whatever they say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Sid comes over and plays the game and ends up winning both of them. So we yeah. know they're in trouble because he just blew up a combat car. What he tries to save Buzz, he pulls and pulls and pulls and... Which is funny because those games don't really work that way at all. You wouldn't, yeah. have, especially with a, bu- a pla- hard plastic bubble. There's no yeah. way you would have gotten that toy. <laughs> but uh, Woody just hangs on, and so Sid gets them both, which is which is good. Now yeah. they're at least kept together. The slot is big enough for a Buzz Lightyear doll, yeah. even though the aliens are a third are of tiny his size. Yeah. And soft and squishy, yeah. <laughs> so Sid takes them home. He drops them off in his room. And this is the part that scarred me when I was a child. Yeah, it's creepy. Uh, Woody goes over to like below this bench basically and sees a doll's head. Yeah. And he turns on a little light and he says, Hey, buddy, what's hey, going little on? Fella. <laughs> and it ends up coming out and it's a spider body with crab claws that are like mechanical and like yeah. they look like connects basically. Yeah, like an erector set basically. And he turns his face and he's missing an eyeball. And yeah. there's like, you know, and the little, all the hair has been shaved off. So it's like these little black hairs just yeah. sticking out of the skull. Ugh. It was uh, really creepy as a kid until yeah. you realize they're not evil. But yeah, it's scary image. It's honestly terrifying. And, and they also see, I think in this scene, they see Sid put some dolls in a, a C clamp, like he like a yeah, and he cuts his yeah, he steals his sister's doll, cuts her head off, cuts right? her head off, and yeah. replaces it with a pterodactyl head, yeah. and makes this freakish gives it back to gives her, gives it back to her, and she screams. Yeah. yeah, it's really dark. He's like, oh, what happened to Susie? And she's yeah. like, ah. This kid is a serial killer. He's if the toys don't stand up to him and do what they did, but right. he would have killed people. He would have killed people. I guarantee it. He doesn't have the best home life. No. You, know? you never know. His dad's just absent, asleep in front of the TV. <laughs> <laughs> but this scene reminds me of a Sega Genesis game, mm. the Toy Story Sega Genesis game, which is Interesting. the hardest game of my childhood. Don't I could it. never beat it. Hmm. But I remember there's specifically a dream sequence in the part of the game where they go to Sid's house. Oh, wow. And he ends up fighting a, a dream version of Buzz Lightyear who is flying above the screen. Oh, Woody wow. has to use his uh, pulley thing to hit him, but uh, Buzz Lightyear's shooting lasers at him, and I could never beat that level. And uh, I kind of want to go back and beat it now because I'm an adult. I think we should 
We should put that on an emulator or something. We should. we should play it. Yeah, it was on Sega Genesis. I wow, believe so. It was. Yeah, You're right. Yeah, I have uh, with my superior uh, mental mechanical skills now. Yeah, I can do it. Wow, I could finally do it. You could actually do it. Yeah. Uh, so in this next scene, you kind of reference this, but Buzz finds out that he's just a toy because he ends up walking past a TV that has a commercial for Buzz Lightyear on it. Um, but it is heartbreaking. You get some emotional music. Um, this guy was so confident in who he was this entire film, yeah. and, you, and you love him for that. He comes in, and he's the foil to Woody, who's basically an a-hole at this point. Um, he's kind of this genuine, uh, nice character. Uh, but he gets mentally broken. He goes up. He sees a bird flying out the window. He thinks, no, I'm real. And he goes up there, and he jumps, yeah. and he falls, and he breaks to himself. The, to the sad song of, uh, I will go sailing no more. <laughs> By the great. Uh, can you do about five seconds of it for me? And I will go sailing. Okay, that's enough. Okay. But <laughs> but uh, I don't know if you said this or not. I'm sorry. I was looking up the video game because I wanted to look at an image from it. But it's a, a really, like I said, a nice scene where Buzz comes to the realization that he is just mm -hmm. a toy and the life kind of drains out of him. And the way they, they do that is they have uh, this scene where they're trying to escape from this dog, this evil dog that Sid has, this like, Pitbullish scud, scud, yeah, and uh, he he goes into a room and hides, and it's where Andy's we assume father is asleep in this recliner, and the TV is on, yeah, and he sees a Buzz Lightyear commercial, so he yeah. thinks he's like, oh, it's Star Command, mm -hmm. and then <laughs> it's really funny though, it's good writing because they make the commercial this obnoxious commercial yeah. when it's like not a toy or uh, what does it say? It's like uh, uh, this toy. Uh, does not actually fly, and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it like has this big writing on the bottom that talks about how it is just a toy. Yeah, and uh, it's and he watches it, and it's it's sad. Yeah, he 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 gets real dejected after. It's pretty that. heartbroken. Yeah, but that essentially breaks his brain for the next fifteen minutes yeah, of the movie. Definitely. Uh, but Sid's sister ends up finding him on the floor. She takes him, and she has a tea party with him. And this is one of the greatest lines in the movie. Funny. When uh, when when Woody comes in to save him, essentially the sister leaves the room because he creepily acts like the girl's mom. Yeah. So then we learn. <laughs> wait, they can actually talk to humans. Yeah. And they you can in a convincing way. Apparently, humans can hear their voices, which I kind of remembered assuming they can like talk to each other. Yeah. You know. And like but, if they were moving, you could see them moving. But no, right. right. Woody can talk. No, he to has humans. an audible voice. Yeah. Because yeah. he says, uh. It's, Margaret, Margaret, come, come down downstairs. Your mom. Yeah, she's like, okay, I'll be there. <laughs> uh, but he walks in. He sees Buzz. He's dejected. His head is down on the table. He wakes him up. And he goes, I am Mrs. Nesbit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so good. After he's yeah, well, he's trying to. He's like, come on, let's go, Buzz. And he's, don't you understand? I'm Mrs. Nesbit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so and he's good. he plays it like he's really drunk. Yeah, and uh. I, a line you wouldn't get as a kid, but I got this time. He was like, "Okay, I think you've had enough Darjeeling for one day." <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they're drinking tea and. Well, yeah, he also brings up that he uh, he went from like a revered spaceman to drinking Darjeeling to drinking with Dar Sam oh, and whatever. Yeah. And oh, he yeah. oh, with the two Mar dolls Mar Marie heads. Antoinette and her sister because <laughs> they both have no heads. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. I love this movie. Um, Woody sees the other toys in Andy's window. So he sees T-Rex and Potato Head and Slinky Dog because uh, Sid and them are neighbors. So you can see across this divide and their windows are just lined up in a way that they can see each other. Um, 
and he throws them a string of lights to come on over. And of course, Slinky Dog, being the loving dog that he yes, is, says, sweet. yes, of course, like we'll, we'll bring you over. But Mr. Potato Head's a little bit more skeptical. So he takes the lights and says, ah, can we trust him? Where's Buzz? Right. Buzz is currently sitting on the floor, like playing with his arm that's playing detached. Arm, just just uh, <laughs> like acting like it's a rocket ship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and crashing it yeah. naturally. <laughs> and all the toys at this time still think that Woody's a cold-blooded murder <laughs> buzz so they have a, a right to uh you know but they haven't seen woody in a while so they're excited but then potato head's like wait a wait a second wait a second yeah yeah and uh they basically proved themselves right i mean they don't know what's going on because right. with buzz is down sitting on the floor but woody's like no no he's fine and so he goes and grabs his arm and he does the thing where well, he you... says give me a hand buzz and buzz just throws his arm to him. <laughs> oh i thought he went out and got it yeah. okay uh, but he's like waving the arm from the side where you can't see that he's missing an entire body. He's just waving the arm like, hey, guys, it's yeah. me, Buzz. I'm over here. And uh, they're skeptical again. And then they're like, no, you're lying. And he's like, no, I'm not. Look. And he like puts the arm up, like not thinking. Accidentally, yeah. And so he just has this dismembered arm. And they like, scream. And, his, <laughs> and they scream. <laughs> and they drop the lights. This movie has a, a, a few really funny moments later on, <laughs> which we'll get to. But when he's when they're trying to get into the truck and like Woody uh kicks the RC car out of the back of it. Yeah. The T Rex goes, He's doing it again. <laughs> so good. It's really funny. Uh, uh so at this point he obviously they all leave the window, so he's alone. Woody's up there alone. And he sees all of Sid's toys converging on Buzz. He's like, oh no, what is going on? Get yeah. off him. You're breaking him. You're going to kill him. Because they think they're cannibals because they saw them yeah. like take another toy like away and it looked like they were eating it. Um, but he, they end up fixing him. So they put Buzz's arm back on his body. So now we know these toys are actually good um, and they're going to be an asset later on. So Sid comes home from school or murdering a cat or whatever he's doing. <laughs> and or murdering uh, another kid, probably. <laughs> yeah. So he straps this rocket that he bought online, 95. You shows can buy up, yeah, online. shows up in the mail. Um, so he, he straps it to Buzz, but it starts raining outside. So he's like, I'm going to come back for you tomorrow. Sets a clock on the table very menacingly. Yes. Sets it for 9 a.m. tomorrow or whatever, yeah. whenever he's going to be home to, to light the rocket. Um, Woody ends up giving this motivational speech to Buzz. So he says, hey, man, like I know you're pretty sad about you know everything that went down, but you know, we're just all toys at the end of the day. Yeah, he tells him that it's 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 actually much better to be a toy than to yeah. be a space ranger. That you know, you're not a toy. You get to bring joy to Andy. Andy loves you. You are you're the world to this little kid, and it's amazing to be a toy. And then as mm-hmm. he's speaking, he realizes, well, in reality, you're the one who should be, or I I should be strapped to that rocket. I don't have the doodads that you do. I'm just this yeah. old used up toy. And he gets super depressed, yeah. which makes Buzz kind of snap out of it and realize he needs to cheer up. Yeah, Woody, and so then he yeah helps him escape. Yeah, he ends up uh, attempting to help him escape, and then uh, Sid actually comes back. It's the next day. Yeah, um, and takes him outside. Yeah. So he he uh, what Sid did is he put the milk carton type thing down on a desk, and then put uh, a, a toolbox a toolbox on, top, on of it. top of it. Yeah, or egg crate or whatever you call those things. Is it egg crate? Plastic box. It's, it's, it's like a milk carton crate, yeah. Oh, okay. Like an old school milk dairy dairy crate. Yeah. And it's funny. Did you notice that the toolbox said uh, tool time on um, it? No, the, but the the not Binford, which is the the brand from Tool Time from yeah. Home Improvement. It was like Ginford or something. Oh, really? That's yeah, funny. So they did a little nod <laughs> a little to nod there. Home Improvement. I like that. Uh, so Buzz is outside at this point. You think it's gonna get blown up by Sid? 
Uh, Woody has a powwow with the misfit toys and uh, devises this plan to go ahead and save Buzz. So what they do is they go outside. It's a nice sunny day. Um, and he basically just like falls asleep in the middle of the grass because Sid sees him and he's like, how did you get here? Yeah. Picks him up, says, we're going to have a barbecue later. Throws him on the barbecue and puts a match in his little in his gun little, holster. Uh, yep, in his gun holster. And then when he leaves, he hears a voice and it's... Uh, it's uh, Woody basically saying his, his catchphrases. So somebody's poisoned the water hole. There's he's, a snake in my boot. Yeah, he's lighting the rocket. Yeah. At, and, and they all got outside through this crazy devised scheme. It took a long time to, yeah. to avoid the dog, blah, blah, blah. But as he's lighting the rocket, yeah, you hear Woody say, someone's poisoned the water hole. And this, mm -hmm. I forgot about how cool this scene is. Oh, yeah. They they use his his voice, like his pulling string voice. It's not him talking. It's like, I mean, it is. He can control it. Mm-hmm becomes clear but yeah. separate voice box Sep yeah it sounds really cool yeah and then sid's like what this thing's busted yeah and he's like who are you calling busted buster and he mm -hmm. starts to answer his quest. yeah and it's it's awesome it's, and then all it's the a creepy scene oh it is all, all the dead toys that have been tortured by sid yeah. start coming alive out of the ground yeah. in various places and play nice with your toy we don't like being blown up sid yeah it's real creepy it is and creepy. then they make his head spin it's yeah. it's awesome he they says make... we're always watching yeah yeah and then he ends up using his real voice and talking yeah. directly yeah. to sid which is clever because yeah. it really is creepy like is even creepy. now it's like whoa that's really weird yeah uh, i imagine this five-year-old me was probably freaking out at that point too uh, but they they freak Sid out badly enough to end up sparing themselves and Woody and Buzz get away. Uh, but at this point, we see that Andy and his mom are actually moving out of the house, and so they're going to drive away. And Woody and and uh, Buzz give chase, but Buzz gets trapped behind a hole in the fence because he's got the rocket on and he can't get out. Yeah. Um. And so there's a long sequence there of them catching up to the moving van using the RC car like you said eventually at some point they have to light the rocket and fly all the way to the the car but it is pretty funny the way they interact with Woody when he's back in the van because the van, he just yeah. he gets inside and then he doesn't even talk to them right he like opens their box yeah he knows they're not going to help him yeah he opens their box they all see him all the light comes in so they're all squinting they're like what that's Woody and he like doesn't even talk to him he goes yeah. over to the other box finds the RC car pulls <laughs> it out and then just pushes it out the kicks back it of the kicks out of the back and they freak <laughs> out they scream and then they then they do attack him and he's trying to drive i really appreciate this this sequence normally at this mm -hmm. point in movies there's a if there's a big long action sequence it just kind of gets old and for for me every time i watch this movie i really like it i don't know what it is about this sequence but it's exciting it makes sense the the stakes are real because it's moving cars. It's yeah. two little toys trying to catch them. The RC car has batteries, and yeah. they make an effort to show that he's getting really tired. Yeah, and he runs out of batteries, and it's good riding because the match is still in his holster. Yeah, and I don't know. It's just like a perfectly executed sequence, and then the gorgeous shot of them. It's funny. They they the sad you know the light with the sun, and it lights the match and or the rocket. They fly, they shed the rocket, they sail down. It's just really well done. I don't know. Yeah. I just thought it was cool. The reason it's so good is because they're always raising the stakes. Yeah. So the way that it starts is they're uh, running after it, and they're able to just catch up with the van on foot. So Buzz gets up first, and Woody comes up after, but then the dog had been let outside earlier, so it right. starts chasing them because it sees these toys running. And so Woody's leg is getting bitten off by this dog. And so, so Buzz saves him. Yeah, and then Woody says, hey, take care of Andy for me. Like he he He's redeemed. Woody's yes. been fixed. 
And then he's finally, he's going to give up his life. And then Buzz says no. And then jumps and tackles the dog. And then, so everything, and right. like you said earlier, he has the match. And so he lights the match for the rocket, but that gets blown out because the car, car passes by. by. Yeah, you're right. It's so well It's well so written. good. Yeah. Like, unlike in Batman, where it was just Batman going <laughs> and fighting <laughs> Two-Face no real, for, no, for no 10 real stakes. minutes. Yeah, he lights the rocket and then he goes, wait, I just lit a rocket. Rockets explode! Yeah. <laughs> and then they take off on a rocket. But then Buzz has the great idea. I have wings. I'm going to yes. use those. I'm going to deploy those wings. So he deploys them right before they explode and he ends up gliding all the way into Andy's car. Right, which links uh, back to good writing in the beginning where yeah. he thinks he can fly and he yeah. says he can fly and then he has come to grips with his toy. It's not flying, it's falling with style. Falling with style. But yeah. he, they both are redeemed. Like Buzz really is this amazing, mm-hmm. you know, being or toy or whatever and it's ah, so good but they land in a box next to andy yes <laughs> he's like whoa they're right here <laughs> and his mom is like where'd you find them and he was like they were just in the car they were in the car he's like i told you you'd get them sometime <laughs> but uh, yeah i guess kids brains don't really think yeah. too hard about sorry mom like i had too much sunny d i didn't realize <laughs> where i put them yeah yeah um so the kind of the, the ending, the little bow on this movie is it's Christmas time. Uh, so it's been a couple of months, we presume. I don't think we really know when this took place initially, but everyone's settled in on the new place. Um, and they're doing the same thing they did at the beginning of the movie. So everyone's gathered around the walkie talkies and the army men are surveying the scene, telling them what's coming in. Yeah. It doesn't look like anything really coming in except for the fact that his little sister got a Mrs. Potato Head. So Mr. Potato Head is happy about that. And that's a consistent theme throughout the next two movies is them together. Um, they're pretty central characters for the most part. Uh, but again, it looks like nothing is going to happen. And Woody says essentially like, uh, you know, nothing will ever replace you, Buzz. And then they find out he got a dog. He got a puppy. He got a dog. Yeah. And then which, they're like, oh. Which is the toy's worst friend. <laughs> worst nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> Gabe, what'd you think of Toy Story? And I love this movie. It's so fun to watch. It's so good to watch. It's never bad. I mean... The only time I can see myself not wanting to watch it is because I've just seen it so many times and I'm like, oh, I'm just, I've seen it. But mm-hmm. I'll always go back to it. I'd love to watch it with my kids someday. It's, it's beautifully written. It's beautifully acted. They just kind of did everything right with this movie. Mm-hmm. It's groundbreaking. It's special. It's, I don't know, it's directed very well. Like, it's just a good movie. 100%. You should watch it. 100% on Gabe Tomatoes. Gabe, on Gabe and Tomatoes. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, this is pretty much a perfect movie. It's condensed. It's tight. There's no... There's... By the way, Matt thinks any movie that's 80 minutes is perfect. Pee Wee's Big Adventure. I don't know how long that is, but... <laughs> but it's just... There's no moment wasted. Every scene is leading toward the eventual end, and every character that we don't like, like Woody, is redeemed. Everyone has a great arc. The voice acting is amazing. This was monumental in terms of film at the time. I remember seeing this in theaters as a little kid and having my mind, my gourd completely blown off. Yeah. Um, and it holds up. You watch this movie as an adult and you still feel and you still are amazed at how good this movie is. And the movie's just kept that consistency. Toy Story 3 was okay. Toy Story 2 was great. But there's a fourth one coming out. So we'll yeah. see if they kind of get back good. on track. Pixar yeah. has been uh, not the best lately. But you, you said 3 was great? No, two is great. Three was okay. Oh, interesting. I think a lot of people think three was great. And really? Two was okay. Three is the one with the pink stuffed bear, right? Yeah, the daycare yeah. center. Yeah. It's good. You didn't like it? It's okay. Okay. It's okay. doesn't hold a candle to this one. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like I said, pretty much a perfect movie for me. 100%. You should totally watch it. I uh, loved every moment of it. Yeah. This is an amazing film. 
so glad we got to watch it. Uh, I'm excited for four. I hope, I hope it's good. They won't touch us the same way, you know. No, well, not now. I mean, we're yeah. older and we're bitter and desensitized all that. and cynical. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for uh, joining us for our review of Toy Story, Matt. What's the what's the news on the Western Front? The news on the Western Front is that we are going to old Yeller the podcast. <laughs> We're going to take, take it, out, it back. out back and shoot it in the head. It's just it's, like that army sergeant guy yeah. in another if version. He had, if he had any compassion, he would put it out of its misery. We should have put ourselves out of our misery a long time ago <laughs> just for the sake of our listeners. So, yeah, this is going to be the last episode of Rewind Cinema. Uh, we mean it this time. We're not going to bring it back. <laughs> uh, but we may do something else in the future. Who knows? You, that you never know with Matt. He's yeah. always cooking things that up. Door's, that door's never closed. We'll see what happens. Uh, Got to have a creative outlet of some kind for that's sure. Right. That's right. Uh, but we appreciate everyone that's listened to the show, um, especially if you suck around in that year-long hiatus we had. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeez, thank we, we have a, a good number of subscribers and... Um, it's been awesome to, to do it for you. Yeah. So, thanks. Thanks for listening. And if you want to pick up the Rewind Cinema Mantle. Jeez, please. You can have all of our artwork. <laughs> you can. Uh, for $5,000. You can imitate our voices. You can yeah. do whatever you want. Yeah. The idea is yours. Or if you just want to like listen to it and tell people about it, that'd be yeah. cool too. Yeah, so, that'd be good. I don't know how long it'll be uh, up and available for download. Probably I'll for, keep it up for a long yeah, time. Yeah, probably for a while. It's so. so cheap. Why not? Yeah. All right. Well, thanks again, everyone. Thanks Until again. next time. Until we see you, watch more movies. No, I'm Woody Allen. I mean, you know, what am I, a bug? I mean, you... Uh.